Welcome to Spice World, an inebriated exploration of Frank Herbert's Dune. My name is Derek. And my name is Mike. Each week, we discuss a chapter of Dune over a bottle of wine. One bottle of wine. One bottle of wine. <laughs> we learned that the, yeah. the hard way after finishing two bottles <laughs> yeah. of wine and barely getting through our pilot. We got a twist, though, Mike. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, we got a twist, all right. Yeah. Uh, I've never read Dune before. Never. I've never picked up the book. And I've read this too many times. So I think between the two of us, we're going to have something good going. Uh, it should be fun. Hopefully a podcast that new readers can enjoy for anyone that's been here for the or coming here for the first time. Yeah, they'll be right with me. Not going to miss a single reference. Hopefully you'll ask every question that's going through their head. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's that's kind of your that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, would you say that? Every reference, Mike. Uh, <laughs> on the flip side, I'll be here for people that have been here before. If you know how to put your still suit on desert style, I got you covered. Wait, what? I've picked up a book called The Dune Encyclopedia. Okay. Yeah. It's a kind of a compendium of all things Dune, and it has articles on every little niche subject that's going to show up in the series. So this is like a, an aid to the Dune series? Yeah. It is like an official companion book. Uh, long out of print, though. It uh, came out in 84. Frank Herbert gave it the go-ahead. His son never has since, and they don't print it ever again. Oh, interesting. Uh, so it's tough to pick up. You oh, gotta so go. it's, it's like a diamond in the rough there. Yeah, and it's it's got all kinds of little gems hidden in there, Mike, and we're going to pull each one out. Hopefully, uh, I'll only pull out what's relevant to the chapter. Okay. And try not to spoil anything really big, but admittedly, there are a couple things I think you do need to know because they add color to the scene while you're in it. All right, so there may be maybe spoilers is what you're saying, or maybe, like, what are you saying, Derek? What am I saying? Yeah, I think I just need to say there's going to be some spoilers. Are they going to be, like, are they going to make me angry? No, no. Because I don't like spoilers. I think they'll make you initially frustrated, but then you'll you'll see my logic, and you'll go, he made the right call. All right, I'm going to trust you, Derek. Hey, I'm telling you, I've been here before, man. I know what it's like. (laughs) How many times have you read Dune? Uh... Ooh, at least six or seven. Oh my gosh. Could be more. It's usually like once a year. See, I think on the last couple years I've missed it. I thought it was a single book for the longest time. I didn't realize it was a series of books. It is. Okay. And I, I guess I should be clear. I've read the first book several times. Oh, okay. I've read the rest of the series twice. <laughs> That's so, okay. Whoa. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's still like as not as familiar as I'm going to be with this first book. All like, right. I love this first book. Well, that's good. That's good. Because this is a good, good introduction for me then. Yeah, and hands. I mean a timely one at that. We have a, a movie coming out at the end of the year. We do, yeah. So, I, uh, it, I mean, I don't really know. I want to be pumped, but like, it's hard to be pumped when you don't really know what's going on. When you're just already hearing hype yeah. up over the book on top. Uh, yeah, uh, by the end of it, you're going to know everything that's going on. Okay. Hopefully more so than most of the people going into it. Okay. Again, like this Dune Encyclopedia, I've never read through that one before. I just got this this year, mm-hmm. uh, a couple months before we decided we were going to do this project. And thumb, thumbing through it, I've picked up a few things I never knew going through Dune several times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, little tidbits where it just is like, oh, that was that character's motivation this whole time. Because there's kind of a backstory ah. that never got dug out or fleshed out. And I, I mean, I do think it's uh, useful, too, at least for me, to bounce ideas off someone else. Because if I'm just in my own headspace by myself, I tend to overlook certain details of like a story or narrative. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I can be a a bit of a springboard for you as well. Make you go, aha. Yeah, I 
I guarantee you probably will. Each time I read this book, I'd like to follow one character's kind of path through it. Uh, everybody's always up to things, even if they aren't in a chapter or a scene. They're still pulling str- uh, pulling levers and pulling strings in the galaxy and trying to exert their influence. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see what you find the first time through, uh, what really pops up and catches your eye. Sure, yeah. On top of that, there's also a large glossary in the back of the book. There is a large glossary. So I don't think it's going to hurt to have me here every now and then to maybe help you through on a few words. There's a couple like appendices, appendices as yeah. well. Yeah, we got three appendices. Um, yeah, I didn't really look through either of those. Uh, should I? Uh, I don't know. I think it's your call. If you want to read them, go for it. If not, I think it would also leave you in a good position. Like, I mean, if your job is going to be to ask questions... I think it'd be okay if you want to skip them for now. That's probably a better idea. I think I'll do that. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe once we get like a little deeper into the book or something, I'll be like, all right, let's see what's going on here. Yeah, I would totally encourage you and anyone listening, if this is your first time through, uh, don't ignore that glossary, though. If you yeah. don't know the glossary is in the back, there are like four pages that I, are going to clear up a lot I for you. I flipped through it. It is supposed to be an aid to let you know what these words mean. Um, actually, I... So we tried to uh, we tried to do an episode one or zero or whatever you want to call it. Pilot. pilot. Yeah, pilot. That's how you do it. Uh, we tried to do that last week. Um, again, turns out two bottles of wine is too many bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't actually remember a whole lot. But listening <laughs> to the playback of it, I did find that uh, I created a little segment. Oh, yeah. Did you come up with something? Yeah. Like, I have uh, also very spotty memories of that <laughs> afternoon. I know I enjoyed it thoroughly. And we talked Dune. It was great. It was wonderful. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a little segment that I called the glossary game. Okay. What? And I uh, I actually, I really want to continue with it because I think it's a super good idea. So what, what I do is you say you've read it, what, seven times? Yeah, yeah. Humble so, brag. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm the one who's learning everything right now. I want to test you and see how good your memory is. So right. I'll pick so a couple words from the glossary. You're going to take glossary words yeah. out and ask him. Okay. Um, my Persian is spotty. And a lot of these <laughs> words are going to pull from that. But I will try my damnedest. Oh, I love it. So uh, we'll, we'll keep uh, we'll keep a tally on some points and stuff. And maybe we'll see. Uh, who I like wins it. Yeah. yeah. All right. It. So we got a bit already. Yeah, we got, get, we, we got a bit. We got a bit. We're doing it. We got a show. We're we got doing a bit. the thing. Oh, we almost got a whole structure going on. <laughs> Uh, that sounds great. I am actually kind of excited for that. Uh, keeping score, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how we do as we go through. Now, I we've already covered clearly. I love this book, mm-hmm. uh, and I try to get anyone I can to read this book. And yeah, you actually bought me my copy. I did, and I gave it maybe to you maybe a year ago. Was it that long? How long before? It was probably like. In my mind, I feel like it was a more fluid progression from me getting you that book and we deciding to do this. Uh, (laughs) It's almost disturbing how separated those are. Um, but that's all I kind of did want to ask you, like why, why you wanted to do this podcast and why you wanted to sit down and kind of go through this book with me. Well, I've, it's a good question. I've always wanted to do a podcast. Um, I've just gotten to the habit of really like, uh, taking them in, listening to a lot of them. um, and I always wanted to do one. I was thinking maybe doing something that I was like, you know, super comfortable with. I play a lot of D&D. So I was thinking, oh, I could do like something D&D related. There's a million D&D podcasts out there, though. There's like there are that's, yeah. that's like, to like tough to break into. It is a little hard to break into. There's like, you know, play along ones. There's like, oh, here's the history ones. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to just 
you know, go along with the crowd and what everyone else is doing. I want to do something a little bit newer. Um, and it was kind of serendipitous because you approached me saying like, hey, Mike, if you want to talk Dune sometime, we could go ahead and do that. And then what? Uh, we have uh, one person at work that's already been reading it. Another that's obsessed with it almost to the same degree that you are. If you, it's sort of like a thing that uh, you'd never know until you ask people. And yeah. then all of a sudden you realize, oh, there's like four people around me that are really into this and they just never have an outlet to express it. Yeah. And then what? I heard there's a movie coming. I saw a board game at the the record shop. I'm like, yeah. okay, it's... we. We should talk. Uh, I actually I got to meet the guys that are making the board game. Oh, did you really? Yeah, we were we were at PAX Unplugged, and I got to talk to them. And the guys running the board game are handling the license for uh, the Herberts. Oh, so I got to talk to that guy that's administering that. Uh, it was really neat, and just to kind of hash it out. So that board game is a reprint of uh, I guess it came out in the eighties. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of that. The, that yeah, I'd never seen it. And like, so they did an art update to it and stuff like that and just brought it to the modern era. And it looks great. Uh, he had it out on display there and I got to see all the cards and stuff for it. Uh, it's a game I do want to play with you, but we can't play until we get so to a far. Certain point. Yeah, there's a, there's like literally spoilers in the game okay. where I'm like, oh, Mike doesn't know who that guy is. I can't have him read these cards. Okay. Uh, but, so once we get to a, uh, an appropriate place, maybe we can play that game. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it that looks like fun. it'd be a fun afternoon. That could be good. But uh, yeah, that's sort of how I landed on doing the Dune podcast. Um, and, you know, I always love learning. So this is the perfect opportunity to really go in depth and learn something I probably couldn't do on my own. At least yeah. not very easily. Yeah. And kind of why would you? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going to apply this knowledge later in life? <laughs> you don't know me. No you don't way. Know. <laughs> I held out for a podcast at least. <laughs> <laughs> Cash in on this. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really what's going to bring us here each week. And I'm glad we sort of had our interests align and be able to get together and do this. And we did spend an innumerable amount of time talking about uh, kind of the history of Dune to give you a primer of it, which I I would love to get back to at the end of this. Maybe we can give uh, kind of fill people in on how that world assembles itself. But before we go there, I want to maybe let compare you to any new reader that's listening now of like, what do you know about Dune? Before we go into chapter one, you know, before you read that first chapter quote that's in there. Right. What's your uh, pre-knowledge? So I uh, I saw like a little like five minute intro of something on the sci-fi channel. I, uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was like a mini series or uh, like a movie or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just know that there is a desert planet. Um, and like everyone has glowing blue eyes. There's a thing called spice, which oh, I don't know. Sure is. <laughs> I don't know what spice is. It's a, it's a, it's like the currency. In a way, okay. <laughs> it's currency. It's food. It's medicine. It right. tastes like cinnamon. <laughs> okay, lovely. <laughs> um, and there's giant worms. Yes, because like every time I like Google Dune, I just see a giant friggin' worm. Just a giant like, worm. It's gotta be pretty important. <laughs> it looks cool, but I don't know the exact purpose of it yet. Yeah, they're, they're sandworms to be precise. Sand sandworms. Sandworms. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're kind of like start in the beginning of that. There are multiple um, video versions of Dune that's been made. So we have okay. a. First was David Lynch made a movie in, uh, I think, 1985. 
So, okay. Uh, and that's his version of Dune, which he then disavowed and went and put oh, his name what? on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Was that bad? Yeah. Oh, my, they, the editing and stuff. It, really? It was a harsh one to translate into film. Honestly, he did a great job what he had, but there's... There's so much to this world. That Did you he just, try to do too much, do you think? He he tried to do it like almost as literal as you could, and that's what makes it, I think, a good movie. Like, having read the book, you can sit down and everything makes sense. Mm. But going into the theater, uh, they were giving people a two-page glossary in the theater to Wait, go what? sit down for that movie. Are you kidding me? Kid you not. I could just, what? We'll, uh, we'll throw the pictures <laughs> Wait, up on our Twitter. Dark, though? Like, how do you even read yeah, that? Exactly. <laughs> that is how the article ends talking about these. I'm like, <laughs> and uh, we don't even want to think about how the person was supposed to check this out halfway through the movie oh no um yeah and oh my god the words are so daunting and weird um that's wild yeah a a movie shouldn't have to do that yeah uh he was i i don't even know how to describe it he did his best he could and honestly once you get to the end of the book we'll get maybe your impression on like how well he did i think it's the only way you can give him a fair yeah so we we could watch the movie and i can yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, oh this we're gonna is- have like two movies to watch. Or wait, are there? Okay, let, than- let me keep going. Oh my god. So then, uh, years later, in like the early two thousands, the Sci Fi Channel created a miniseries where they knocked out three books. So they do Dune, and then they do uh, Children of Dune, which I believe tied in um, Dune Messiah. So that's probably the one that I saw. The, like the five minutes of. Yeah, it was probably most like so the, sci-fi the Sci Fi Dune. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, it was playing for a while, especially in that time. Well, you would have been around for it. And uh, that one, I initially thought that one, I had memories of it being pretty accurate on par. And I've watched it in the past month. And, mm. Oh, my God, it was so bad. Oh, really? Yeah, it was weird. I actually liked the David Lynch better. Wow. Uh, so, again, these are all things I'm going to have to sit down with you and get a third uh, opinion on. Because okay. I've never had anyone to talk about the movies with. <laughs> <laughs> I barely have people to talk about the book with. <laughs> Um, but along with those, the Dune has permeated so much of our uh, pop culture. Uh, I can tell you pretty much Star Wars is all pulled from this book. Oh, really? Yeah. You think so? Tatooine is Arrakis. The Sarlacc's pit is the Sandworm. Uh, You're going to meet this order of women who are the uh, Bene Gesserit, and they are without a doubt the Jedi. Oh, really? Yeah. Or rather, obviously, the other way around. Uh, Jedi mind tricks and lightsabers. Yep. Uh, Not lightsabers, but mind Uh, trick. I can give you a Jedi mind trick, uh, 100%. Uh, In their, like, religious political order uh, is totally pulled from this as well. Okay. And I think this is a much more complex and intriguing version of it, where Star Wars is very much a good versus evil. Uh, Gives you a great, you know, uh, Joseph Campbell kind of battle and hero cycle. That's all there is to it. This has got a lot more going on of like the machinations of the uh, government and political structure in the universe. Uh, There's also pop culture wise. Do you remember the worms in Beetlejuice? Yeah. Sandworms. Oh, wait, was that? Oh, was that pulled from on a desert planet? This worms come out of the sand. That's my favorite long shot one. Well, this is nowhere else that that comes. There's no out. reason for that to be there either. Once you combine giant worms in a desert, you pretty much have to have read Dune. Interesting. <laughs> there's nowhere else that's getting okay. pulled from. Um, but I love it. it. Pops up everywhere for it. Uh, the blue eyes you don't see in too many other things. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to ruin that one for you. Okay. Except to tell you that in the movies, it's a little overdone. 
Oh. Uh, yeah, it's not, uh, the special effects make it. They shouldn't be glowing. It should just be like blue and blue. Okay. Yeah, so kind of like just the white of your eyes is blue as well. Gotcha. But that doesn't look as cool, Derek. It doesn't. It's not as flashy. So wait, uh, so what was your big, uh, big reason for doing the podcast? My big reason for doing the podcast? Yeah. Uh, mainly, I just, I just love this book. And being able to get it, come in, sit down, uh, one, talk to you about it in general, just be able to sit down with a friend and hash through it. Mm. Uh, you know, we don't get as much time to do these kind of things anymore as we're growing up. That's true. Uh, there's too much other stuff to do. So this is a good excuse just to uh, spend an afternoon drinking some wine and talking about a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just super eager to do so that. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a drunk book club. Yeah. Uh, the podcast part of it was sort of a um, not even a factor. Uh, happy to try it. I actually really enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was very surprised at hearing the sound of my own voice and not being uh, disturbed by it, which that, I know most people are. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, most people hate like listening to themselves yeah. on like an answering machine. Yeah, yeah. Which is like not even a thing anymore, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's an antique reference. Yeah. Uh, and that's something I've always heard. And I think I've always stayed away from it uh, for <laughs> that reason. But I don't mind it at all. I've really enjoyed hearing my voice, which is strange. Uh, but I I like having a mic in front of me. This is nice. Mm. So You've got two mics in front of you it's now. Like, yeah, a little studio setting. We're getting this together. Um, but yeah, it's just to talk about Dune is why I'm here. And I guess an excuse to read the Dune Encyclopedia, which was gathering dust on my bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read it uh, in depth before? No, I really bought it as uh, a collector's item. Oh. Uh, it was like, I think like 80 bucks to find. I found a used edition uh, through Abe Books and ordered one as soon as I found the cheapest. It was like, great. So this is this is a good way for you to like really get into that as well. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it, was, it. it was like a perfect excuse to be like, awesome. This is, and it's gotten me to dig into a lot of it. Uh, right. And I'm glad I did. Like, it's been really interesting um, to kind of pull the curtain back on people. Like, we are a few episodes in now, and I think I've been able to show you some pretty, pretty cool bits, mm-hmm. uh, like some actual history and stuff like that, and stuff I definitely didn't know uh, going in. Mm-hmm. That's definitely why I'm here. You get, uh, the uh, one of the other points I kind of want to touch on, Mike, is uh, I I feel for the sake of our listeners, we do got to define what we mean by Frank Herbert's Dune. Okay, just uh, his son kept writing after Frank died. Frank never finished the series. Oh, yeah, he died before the last book. I think I think I remember you saying something about that. Yeah, I definitely would have brought it up on the last one and kind of explained to you that the son, uh, he writes the books. He does. He does fine. He's pumped them out, too. He does like one every couple years. Oh, wow. Uh, that's puts, impressive. Yeah. So he's been really expanding the universe and all the props to him. It's part of his family legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are very much more like action adventure books. Uh, they don't have the sort of philosophical overlay that Frank Herbert has in his books where Frank is constantly commenting on governments, systems, and religions. Okay. And I just, uh, when I read, I read two of the trilogies that his son wrote, and I, they just didn't feel like that uh, bled through to them. It's sort of like the difference between uh, Alien and Aliens. Yeah. With like one's yeah. like super horror and suspense. The other one's just action, gunfire and aliens everywhere. Exactly. Both are great, but like they're definitely different. Yeah. I mean, tone. it's as simple as just saying it's a different author. I mean, you can't really ask him to do the same thing. Right. It's I not mean, possible. Just, yeah. Uh, so I kind of want to stay away from those. And I oh. want us to only focus on the works that uh, Frank Herbert had an influence on. Okay. 
Uh, so it's going to be the books that he wrote and then the, uh, the Dune Encyclopedia. Uh, so the aforementioned. So he, he wrote the encyclopedia. He did not write it. Uh, it was written by this guy named uh, Dr. Willis E. McNelly. Okay. He was an uh, English teacher, English professor, I guess, at uh, Fullerton University right. in, uh, down in Berkeley. Or is that Berkeley University in Fullerton? Might have that backwards. I don't know. Oh, I'm so, already getting into this wine pretty hard. I know. that I'm going to use that as my <laughs> excuse, too. I'm getting into this wine right now. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know his uh, direct credentials up top. But he was like uh, a super fan of Dune from the beginning. And this is uh, before 1970. He was teaching it in his class. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they were like discussing it. Oh, he, and it, was, it was pretty relevant back then too right or well that's a, pretty so, new no it was very new um mcnelly this is his contribution to literature and i think it's really cool his whole goal was that he wanted science fiction to just be respected as a form of literature because it wasn't at that point it was like garbage really? pulp you would you know it's all short stories and just little like uh it's there, essentially there, comic i know books. there's a lot of like radio dramas not i mean like of course the orson welles event but uh I know that uh, sci-fi was pretty popular with radio dramas. That's what I mean. I mean, it was very popular, but it wasn't an art. Oh. That's what I mean. He wanted to make it like in uh, something that you take seriously and that we analyze and we sit down and we think about. And I think for you and I, it is difficult to fathom how you wouldn't because all of the science fiction from that era is such an encapsulation of the technology of that time and the imagination. You know, them merging together to be like, in the 50s, before we had even left the planet, like, what's it like among the stars? And that in mind, I also want us to think of the uh, era this book is actually written in. Okay. So uh, he started writing in uh, 59 for Dune, and he finishes this book in 65. The uh, rest of the series, though, is going to take us right up through, I believe, 87 or 88 is when Frank Herbert passes away. Okay. And like I said, that's before the last book is written. Uh, but we are in the backdrop, or, or rather, the backdrop to all of this is the Cold War is going on. The Berlin Wall oh, yeah, never yeah. falls in his lifetime. It doesn't come down till uh, 89. The Soviet oh, Union wow. doesn't collapse. Uh, so the world that he lives in is just so different from ours inherently. Uh, the global population is something like 3.5 billion compared to our 7.5 billion. Yeah, that's a big difference. Big difference. Uh, obviously, um, this is just prior to the Vietnam War. This is, uh, or rather, the Vietnam War is going to take place while he's writing this series. Uh, he did serve in World War II, mm -hmm. only for two years. He was a uh, Navy engineer uh, and then came out and went into writing. Um, but we're going to watch the world kind of be on fire in the background <laughs> while he's commenting on all these. And his distrust of governments and systems in general is really going to permeate through. And you see it a lot more in like Children of Dune and God Emperor Dune. Those are the, the, the other books. Those are the third and fourth book, respectively. And they were both published. At, I think that takes us to like uh, 1984 or 85 okay. uh, by the end of God Emperor. So when we when we read these books, it may be good to constantly remind ourselves that uh, how we interpret it may not be the way that he meant for it to be interpreted just because of how different the worlds we live in are. 
Right, and that's why I want our scope to just be the books that he dealt with, mm -hmm. so we can try to interpret it uh, okay. how he would, uh, like um, what a word would mean in like 1960s versus now. Oh, fair, or like what might be taboo then versus what? Yeah, yeah. Now. As like, because the culture has changed so much too, okay. uh, and there's so much thing. And keep in mind, like. He's not a flower child of the 60s. <laughs> this is the man who he is like an established adult by the time this is all happening. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's done developing and evolving, so to speak. Uh, and it, you're just watching him witness all of this stuff around him. And mm. I think kind of the culmination of the effects of his life uh, are going to shape how he views the world. Okay. And it just it's so seamlessly translated into parts of this book and the orders that we're going to see uh, within this universe. And so I just wanted to keep that in mind. And I, I feel like that's my defense for why we're not going to get into Brian Herbert's books. Besides just the fact that like, I don't really like them. We're Oh, okay. <laughs> just Dang. like that, that simple and petty. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, I guess that's fair to each their own. I will probably read them just to complete the series at the very least. Oh, you're going to go completionist. Well, I mean like after this, I mean, I don't know how long we're going to do this podcast for. So mm -hmm. if we do end it in an early fashion, I want to be able to read the, the books. Um, speaking uh, of which, how long is it going to take us to get through this podcast? Because we're doing one chapter a week. We are. So I got uh, 49 chapters in the book. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot. It's almost a whole year, Mike. We're going right. to spend in Dune. It's commitment. Commitment. Uh, and I hope everyone follows us along for the journey. Uh, I think there might be a few side things, too. There's mm -hmm. a lot of topics that I don't know. Uh, I've kind of made a little outline. I don't know where I'll fit them in. Uh, but there's stuff that we, we have to talk about. Uh, so we might we might take a little time and do a little spinoff every once in a okay. while. Uh, but we're guaranteed locking in. We're going to have 50 episodes, including this one. That's, that's a nice, nice round number. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, that's also good for uh, anyone that maybe doesn't have time to read a book. Because, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that just don't read very often. Mm -hmm. um, we're only doing a chapter a week. That's maybe, what, 10 to 20 pages a week? Yeah. If that, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I think if you just need to set, like, a, a kind of simple goal that, you know, an achievable goal, hopefully that's something. And, uh, Mike, I mean, each week we're going to go through the summary. So I think if you miss a chapter, you can lie and you can get by. <laughs> oh, we, no. we, we got you covered and we, right. we can get you to that next chapter. <laughs> All right. That's fair. If you are in a Dune book club, but don't want to read the book, oh, man. I'm confused, but you found the right place. <laughs> it's like you're they, home. They keep saying the right words, but I don't understand. <laughs> Just keep saying Quisa Tadarak and you'll be fine. Well, Mike, there's uh, any other questions you have for me? Um... Nah, I don't think so. I mean, I'm kind of excited to just get into it all. Yeah, uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, I am just stoked you're going to be reading this book. <laughs> Finally. Finally. It's been sitting on my bedside table. I look at it every night like, nah. All these copies I've left sprinkled around the world. <laughs> Somebody was bound to pick one up. Uh, we're going to be dropping this podcast every Thursday for you guys. Uh, so you can pick it up. We mm. look forward to you guys joining us next week. We're going to start on chapter one. Mm -hmm. Does not take place on Arrakis or Dune, oh, as you will. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Yeah. There's a whole other planet you got to learn about, Mike. So Arrakis. Oh, right. Right, right, right. I think I remember now. So Arrakis and Dune are the same place. Same place. Gotcha. Two different words for the same thing. Okay. okay. Dune is our colloquial word that we use. Right. Arrakis would be our proper noun. Okay. Because... Earth and Terror are the same thing, and Dune and Arrakis are the same thing. Correct. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
Yeah. I'm learning already. Hey, you got you it got down, this. dude. You sound like you're in charge. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we'll pick that up next week then. I think that sounds pretty good. Sounds good. Come Give me a, for it. a bit to read the chapter. Maybe reread it. Who knows? Work on this uh, glossary game you seem so proud of. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I got to do that. Oh, <laughs> I forgot already. Just thought of it now. <laughs> I got to write this down. Should probably think of some rules. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. It's all a matter of course. Um, For now, we do have a couple places people can reach out to us through. Contact us at. Yeah, we started uh, We started building them. Hopefully, they'll be up and running here soon. Yeah, well, you can uh, find us at Spice World Pod at Twitter. Uh, there's our... Oh, oh Spice World Pod at Instagram. Yeah, right? you see, I kept the names the same, so they'd be easy to find. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> you can uh, reach us an email at SpiceWorldPod at gmail.com. And we're we're starting to build up our website. Do you know the website name, is Mike? Is SpiceWorldPod? <laughs> it is. <laughs> dot com? Dot com. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't get the dot net. They already had it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so we settled. Uh but we look forward to next week. Uh, we're going to dive into the chapters. We're going to dive into the characters. Mm-hmm. And I pulled a little bit out of the Dune Encyclopedia. I think the first reveal might count as a spoiler. Oh, okay. But All right. It's worth it. I'm going to get your approval uh, afterwards, I All think. Right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out then. We will, as we go. Until then, the spice, spice must, must flow. flow. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs>